Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with John Stroyford. He's Deputy Chief Information Officer and Chief Information Security Officer for the State Department. Welcome, John. Glad to be here, Eric. Thank you. You have a program called Risk Scoring Program. How did that come about, and how is that working out? Well, I've been with the Department of State since uh, July 2006, early on with a CIO at the time, Jim Vanderhoff. Uh, we had set the goal of not only improving our efficiency of our basic uh, security program and dealing with audit findings, but also implementing a mechanism to evaluate progress in improving security across the many portions of the Department of State uh, with a recommendation I had of doing monthly grades. Back at that point, took some foundation laying in 2007 to do so, For but for the past 11 months, we've been gathering up data and measuring our progress and reducing known vulnerabilities and assessing the strength of the configurations of the systems that are connected to our department of networks. That goal turns out to have been a good one as the attention of the whole federal government is now shifting toward use of continuous monitoring as a strategy for the future. Can you give an example of a component of this program and how it works and how it helps reduce the vulnerabilities? At the Department of State, we've identified 10 separate categories that we monitor on a routine basis. One of them is uh, the assessment of vulnerabilities that have been identified in the National Vulnerability Database uh, from the National Institutes of Standard and Technology. And with the assessment of points against those known vulnerabilities from point one up to a total of 10 points to measure their severity, the 10 points being the worst. So we've taken a combination of the Tenable product at the State Department and SMS. Tenable especially focused on vulnerabilities, and we scan all of the desktops and the servers connected to the network in search of evidence of vulnerabilities that may exist. And when those vulnerabilities are identified for a particular personal computer or server, the points that the National Vulnerability Database would identify for that particular challenge are then assessed as potential risk points for one of the 260 embassies and consulates overseas or our many installations in the continental United States. So the sum of points that are found for vulnerabilities vulnerabilities and the 10 other nine additional areas that we're currently scanning against then establish total risk points and as the information management officers and system administrators of the Department of State correct the vulnerabilities, then their risk scores are lowered accordingly. And then on a curve, as these are points are reduced, we just then sign up a grades that vary between A to F minus. These are the IT professionals who handle these systems? who are being graded? That is correct. Everyone in the Department of State that has servers or desktops under their immediate uh, control are submitted to the same scans, and when those scans deliver back updated results that are never more than one to three days apart in terms of refreshment, every time they correct a vulnerability, their total risk score goes down. Other kinds of factors that we are currently monitoring, including installation of all of the required patches, we measure the amount of age in the antivirus profiles. We pay special attention to the registry of all computers in the Active Directory and the same for the users in the Active Directory. We assure that SMS reporting is sound and in place, just to name several of them. 
So standing back for a minute, the Department of State uses the information from both Tenable and SMS, and we've been able to find treasure trove of potential risk data to total and gradually whittle down to the point that the Department of State now believes and can prove that it's reduced 83% of its risk at uh, domestic sites, continental United States, and 84% of change in measured risk at its overseas locations. And this was accomplished between uh, July 2008 and uh, the end of May. Have other agencies approached you about what you've done? Your uh, proposal to talk about this comes at a time where we're beginning over the last several months, the last three months, to speak about this more widely. I made a presentation to the chief information security officers of the government uh, that meet uh, quarterly and had a chance to, at that particular forum, hear expressions of, of interest to look at this more carefully. A number of cabinet departments have come over and seen the risk score management dashboard that collects up this and displays this risk information and are beginning to talk about how to develop something or export what we have for their uses. So there are a number of of other cabinet departments which are evaluating it, and I would trace this to the desire is common among chief information security officers to look at those strategies where measurable improvements and lowering risk can be evaluated. Is what you're doing somehow an indictment of FISMA or OMB in the sense that they didn't provide the guidance or direction truly secure the IT? This is a topic of, I, I think, that has been an ongoing one by those in the security field. And we now have undergone several generations of change in security legislation. I think what the community can see the, the benefits of the current Federal Information Security Management Act that we've been operating under for the past five or six years, in that we have had a positive emphasis on annual system inventory, on annual testing, on doing certifications and accreditation accreditations every three years to name just a handful of the points that we study. And what the current law concentrates on are snapshots of processes and compliance. No one could argue that there is zero benefit from this. There is a certain benefit to know what is connected to the network. But I think what's happened over the last half dozen years is that the security environment is changing so rapidly that some ongoing measurement of where progress is being made in lowering risk is also seen to be something very valuable to include. So almost all of the new proposed pieces of legislation that have been introduced are now being evaluated. I consider some potential changes, and most of them respond to the fact that the security environment has become more dynamic and that some combination of more frequent scanning or more frequent penetration testing would undoubtedly be helpful to better protect the .gov networks. How often are your computers scanned? At the Department of State, our SMS data sets are updated several times a day, but as we're distributed across 24 time zones, that this is actually the, the data is updated almost on a daily basis everywhere, but never less frequently than every two days. Currently, we are able to check the strength of the configurations of our systems, another one of the factors that we evaluate every 15 days, but we have a target of attempting to do that as frequently as every three days, and that'll be something that we hope to bring online over the 
the next several months. I think one of the strengths of the current method at the Department of State is that we are constantly taking these snapshots and highlighting what the very worst risks are at the top of the pile for our security professionals to change. What the implementation over the State Department and an earlier version of this same method of continuous monitoring at the Agency for International Development, where I worked, and that program began about six years ago, when these worst risks are highlighted to the attention of uh, security managers, that there can be dramatic changes of risk by getting rid of the worst problems first. So that's probably a benefit of having the frequent scanning in combination with the highlight of attention to the worst risk. You talk about a dramatic percentage decrease in vulnerabilities. What's really the bottom line? What's happened in the sense of how secure people feel or how they conduct their work or they have less worries about certain threats? The process of having a dashboard and continuous scanning gives a chance for not only the technical professionals at any particular location for the Department of State, it's an embassy, or the manager of a particular bureau in Washington. The risk dashboard gives them a chance to know exactly where they are, both individually against these defined criteria, and also how they rack up in standing against their peers. So I think that what the trend or the outcome of the continuous monitoring that we have is that there is understanding, a focus on both of everyone involved in using information systems on what degree of risk that they're potentially exposed to. Uh, We especially concentrate on the Microsoft operating systems on desktops and servers now. Uh, There's other kinds of scanning which is available at the State Department with such a high return on invested time in the areas that we're concentrating on with the continuous monitoring and the grade regimen that I've described has us interested in pushing uh, this kind of tool and information integration about risk into other areas of our program. Regarding the grades, a lot of people have criticized the OMB grading system because it talks more about how people are doing out paper than actually securing IT. How do you differentiate the kind of grades that you provide versus what OMB does? Well, I think we come back to the difference between process and compliance status, we earn points under the current Federal Information Security Management Act for the degree that we have a strong certification and accreditation study program that occurs once every three years with a process called reauthorization, where you come back three letters years later and install it. And what we have in the grades that we are giving to our organizations, and now an increasing proportion of them, have risen from lower grades to uh, holding steady at A's and B's across the board. We know that that particular grade is an assessment, not how things looked three years ago, but a comparison of exactly what kind of progress has occurred within the last 30 days. So uh, an example of the outcome of the State Department pilot would be a greater confidence that there has not been a dramatic, unexpected change other than in case of the uh, previous evaluation for C. DNAs could be up to something that occurred three years ago. Other aspects of the current FISMA could be as old as a year, but again, the continuous monitoring has something that is an assessment of the capacity of the organization to uh, deal with outside risk that is never longer than a month, and uh, scanning data, in fact, could be uh, as fresh as 24 hours old. That's John Stroyford. Deputy CIO and Chief Information Security Officer at the State Department. We'll be talking again with John in another podcast. The topic of our next chat, the success the State Department has had with the 20 Consensus Audit Guidelines. 
I'm Eric Chabro of the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening.